What's going on, everyone? My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports. And this episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. All right, so this week there is a ton of stuff to talk about in regards to my favorite team in football, aka the Los Angeles Rams. So let's just dive right into it, guys. So the first thing we need to talk about. Um, is that loss, right? So we lost week six at home to the San Francisco 49ers by a score of 20 to seven. And it was a tough loss. Um, it was really tough. You know, our record's three and three now. It, it gets, it's only going to get more difficult from here. And, you know, I, you could easily point to the injuries being the reason that the Rams lost. But I think the bigger issue with the Rams is the offensive line. Uh, the offensive line, I mean, they were egregious. They, they they were not nearly as efficient as they should be. And normally I like to blame Jared Goff, you know, which is in my part a lazy analysis because Jared Goff is the easiest person to blame for the Rams, right? Jared Goff is the quarterback. He's the first overall pick that we had to give up assets to attain. Um, so he's the easiest person. But right now, I mean, what our offensive line is just – I, I mean, I can't even put into words. Just, they look awful. And they weren't giving Jared Goff even time to go through his reads, go through his progressions. And, you know, they only had 109 rushing yards total. That's including like a few trick play, jet, jet sweep kind of stuff. So, and also do we had 157 yards of total offense. So our offensive line is not playing that well. They gave, you know, Goff was sacked four times. So, Here's sort of my take on the offensive line and why we're struggling so much because people are like, why is our offensive line so bad? You know, this this really shouldn't come as a big surprise, okay? So we lost um, lost our center. I'm forgetting his name. We lost our center from last year. We lost Roger Saffold, and that's because we couldn't afford to pay some of these skill position players. And no, I'm sorry. We were paying these skill position players over the offensive linemen. So, you know, we were playing, paying guys like, you know, Todd Gurley, Jared Goff, uh, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, guys like that. But with the only guy on the offensive line that we've really sort of, you know, paid a substantial amount of money for was Andrew Whitworth. So this is all sort of starting to come full circle. And I'm not really sure how we fix the offensive line, uh, but they are struggling. And they are, they're struggling a bit. So some, some changes need to be made. I don't know if it's like a blocking scheme. For me, it just looks like they're, they're just getting manhandled up front. Uh, we're just giving up way too much pressure in the interior, uh, especially the A-gap, the A-gap being between the guard and the center. And that's the worst possible spot you can give up pressure because that's the most direct path to the quarterback. So anyways, uh, also too, the Rams, uh, they struggled a lot on offense in terms of their third down conversions. And I mentioned this last week too. The Rams were 0 for 9 on third down so they can't extend they're not able to extend these drives and ultimately ultimately you know this has a, a dual effect on the defense as well because you know if they're not if the offense isn't on the field that means the defense is on the field and the defense is getting worn down so it's not making things easier i think i, I don't know if it's a mix of maybe our offense line isn't working or maybe it's you know these after the super bowl sean mcveigh's offense got figured out to me right now i, I can't even gauge it you can't really tell uh, because right now these plays are just getting blown up before you, they can even develop. And at first I thought that our offensive line, I was wrong actually. I thought our offensive line was going to be okay, especially after like the first couple of games I thought we were, we were doing okay. But they're just, no, it, they, <laughs> they cannot get it done. So that, you know, something needs to be done. Also too, I'm not very impressed with our defensive line. 
This is a much smaller issue. I mean, but our, our defense only had one sack the entire game. I think that other than Aaron Donald, other players in, on the defense aren't really stepping up that much. I mean, occasionally Dante Fowler, but what, we re- what we're really missing and what we're really hurting from is Ndamukong Sue. You know, when we lost him, we lost a, a quality nose tackle. We don't really have that right now. So I think just in terms of the Rams, what we need to improve on, right? I don't think, I don't know if it's a coaching thing, maybe. I think our defensive line has a better chance of turning it around uh, this year because they, they, they do have some talent. They have, they have a better chance of turning things around in comparison to the offensive line. But, you know, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know what, you know, Wade Phillips is a good coach, obviously, on defense. And I think that, uh, you know, hopefully things can change a bit, but clearly the injuries to Akeem Tlaib and Clay Matthews aren't going to help. So, how are the Rams addressing these issues? Well, <laughs> today was a absolutely crazy. Well, this episode is going to come out tomorrow, but anyways, today the day it the, the date is October fifteenth. So October fifteenth. Um, <laughs> I'm recording this early, so that way, if, you know, if maybe people want to listen to this on the uh, commute to work. Anyways, so that's not important. So, uh, what changes did the Rams make? So the Rams made quite a few moves. Uh, the Rams obtained Austin Corbett, Corbett. I'm just, I'm gonna say Corbett. Austin Corbett, Kenny Young, and they also obtained Jalen Ramsey, uh, and they gave up quite a quite a few pieces to do so. Uh, specifically in the Jalen Ramsey trade, they gave up I think two first round picks and like a fourth round pick. But I kind of wanted to focus more on what each of these moves is addressing and sort of like what these moves in general are, what hints the Rams are leading us. Um, what, what what this is really telling us about this upcoming season. So Austin Corbett, uh, they have him listed as, I think, as a, as a center, but he's actually a left tackle. But he's been moving around a bunch. He was last year's, uh, the 2018 draft, he was a 33rd overall pick. And yeah, he came out of Nevada playing tackle. And he's been, he's been bouncing around a lot. I heard he's one of those players that, you know, still has a lot of potential. Um, but I think this is more so addressing, like, maybe the no-boom injury. I... I'd be very surprised if they threw him into the offense right away. Uh, but at this point, I mean, I, I think that I, I'm very happy with that move because this is addressing an issue that has been going on for the last three weeks. So at least the Rams are aware of these issues and they're trying to make some sort of change. So Austin Corbett, I think he has the potential to make a very big impact on the offense. But it's a, it's, it's a little skeptical. Though. I'm a little skeptical on this. I don't, I'm not expecting him to be like a pro bowler or anything like that. But if he can... Just, you know, be a decent offensive lineman in the interior. That would make a significant impact. All right. So the next player, Kenny Young. Kenny Young is a linebacker uh, from the Ravens. And I think we got him. Oh, because we traded away Marcus Peters. Right. So we traded away Marcus Peters. We obtained Kenny Young. Kenny Young played out of UCLA at, uh, coming out of college. And, you know, he was on the Ravens. He had okay stats. I mean, nothing about him really. He had a big hit against the GOAT, Gardner Minshew, in preseason. So none of the stats to me really are eye-opening. I mean, he doesn't have anything like, you know, 20 sacks in a season, anything like that. He, he looks okay, but what I think, I think the re- the main reason why the Rams wanted Kenny Young and why they wanted to get rid of Marcus Peters is because Kenny Young, it's, the, it's his style of play. Kenny Young is a run stopper. Currently, the Rams have two types of linebackers on their team. They have the edge rushers, like Dante Fowler and Clay Matthews, and they have guys that are much better at covering someone like Corey Littleton. But we don't have a run-stopping linebacker on the team, and that's what Kenny Kenny Young is. 
Uh, Kenny Young, a lot of his highlights, you'll see he's filling these, he's sort of meeting the running back at the hole, and he's sort of filling in, uh, filling these holes in on the defense. So I think his style of play is going to be very refreshing for the Rams. I think it's going to add a little bit more versatility to our linebacking core. And this is a big move too because we we lost Clay Matthews for like six to eight weeks after he broke his jaw. So I think this is, I think I, you know, I like this move. It kind of took me by surprise a little bit. But I do like this move overall. And then why would we want to get rid of Marcus Peters? So I, there's a lot of people that are very, very big Marcus Peters fans. Um, I've been always iffy on Marcus Peters. I think Marcus Peters is a mixed bag. He can make a he can make some game-changing plays. Um, he likes to be a ball hawk. But at the same time, he's not the best tackler. And Marcus Peters gives up the big play. He gives up some very big plays. If you look at some of the highlights from that game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers... Marcus Peters has given up a lot of big plays. So it's a mixed bag. Also, too, we have to remember Marcus Peters is a free agent after this year. So this is telling me that the Rams were not going to sign Marcus Peters. Um, and then so now, you know, our secondary gets a little bit interesting, which in, you know, incoming, spoiler alert, the Rams traded. This is the big news, too. The Rams traded for Jalen Ramsey, which is Jalen Ramsey. I mean, he's top three at the lowest top five you know one of the best cornerbacks in the game right now i think he's what 24 25 years old something like that so he's young not even in his prime yet and the rams give up like i said before uh, they give up two first round picks and they gave up a fourth round pick i want to say so they give up a big haul for jalen ramsey and it's kind of funny, like the Rams, they remind me of the Lakers in the sense that they have this similar strategy where they don't like to utilize the draft and they just like to trade away their picks for talent that's ready now. And I mean, the Rams, I can't even remember the last time we even had a first round pick outside of like Jared Goff. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Someone needs to let the Rams know that there is an NFL draft because I think they're just giving away these draft picks every chance they get. But all joking aside, Jalen Ramsey is a very good talent. Uh, I th- I have to take a look at his contract. I want to say he has one more year after this year, or this is his last. This is his last year in his contract. But the Rams, if they're making a big move for Jalen Ramsey like this, they have to be confident that they're going to resign him because they give up an arm and a leg. Two first round picks is a lot. They give up an arm and a leg to acquire Jalen Ramsey. But I mean, I like the move. I like the Jalen Ramsey move. Uh, you know, with Akeem Talib. Being hurt and Marcus Peters with his inconsistent play, I understand the need for a cornerback, and it helps that it's one of the best cornerbacks in the game. And I love Jalen Ramsey's personality. Uh, I just, I would have just rather have seen the Rams go after like a very, very talented offensive lineman. Now, I was talking to someone in my class about this, and he <clears throat> made a very good point. You know, a trade's a two-way deal, so we can't we can't just force our way into these trades. Not everyone's on the market. I get that. But in a perfect situation, a dream scenario, I would have rather the Rams get either an interior defensive lineman to help stop the run or to help with the pass rush, or I would have liked to see them, you know, just double down on the offensive line. I would have really liked to see that, but... You know, Jalen Ramsey, I, you, I, you, it's hard to complain when you get a talent like that. So you have Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. Hopefully, Aqib Tlaib comes back sooner than later. You have Eric Weddle. So, you know, they're solidifying the secondary. Although, I do think that the main issue with the defense lies within the uh, defensive line. But anyways, though, so that's sort of my... Oh, oh, <laughs> I was wrapping up a little bit too early now. So, what, what does this tell us about the Rams? Okay, so... 
that what this shows us about the Rams, that the Rams are in a win now mentality. The Rams are trying to salvage what's left of the uh, 2019-2020 NFL season. And which is interesting, though, because after three consecutive losses, after the Rams were exposed and they have all these different holes, they're trying to address them now. The Rams are very confident that they are still Super Bowl contenders, which is good to see, which is, I, I like to see that. Um, but this is a big gamble. This is a, if they don't start to win games soon, this is, this is going to, this could look really silly. And to mention it too, you know, cause I'm stressing the need for winning now, Jalen Ramsey, I don't know if this is a fake injury or not, but Jalen Ramsey supposedly is a back injury too. So I don't know how soon he's going to be playing. I hope it's sooner rather than later, but we'll see. Anyways, though, so that was sort of my take on, you know, what the Rams, you know, recently what's been going on with the Rams. You know, this is a very big move. I'm sure everyone's going to be talking about it. And I'm really excited. I'm really, you know, it's nice to see that they have still have a lot of hope after losing three games in a row this year. But we'll have to take a look at it. I'll have to check it out. But anyways, guys, thank you so, so much for listening. My name is Teddy Raksak, and this has been TED Talk Sports.